So it's a lovely Friday. The weather has played its role. Loosen up, lay back and chill. Get some wetties for the betties, some wezas for the bezas, and enjoy the Sports Mania podcast. Welcome to another day, another podcast. I'm the philosopher Chester, and as always, I'm with Shane. Shane? Evening, evening. Uh, yes, <laughs> what an introduction. Yes, this is Shane Bicauli, the very white of all sports talk. I must say, you sound coastal today. Have you been on holiday recently? Yes, I have been, as you know, as you announced to everybody. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's a Friday, it's weekend. I'm relaxed. Yeah, I can tell, I can tell. Uh, before we go on, we get into our sports and stuff. I would just like to give a shout out to Master and Mrs. Smart. It's the second year anniversary today. And he, he is, I definitely know, he is our number one listener. So happy anniversary to Master Devon Smart and Mrs. Danielle Smart. Happy anniversary, guys. We wish you many, many more years together and have a prosperous marriage. Uh, so as I said in the beginning, I'm the philosopher. So quote of today, you know, it's a Friday, so just something chill, not something, not too much to think about. The quote goes as follows. Happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions. And Shane, I think this week we've been watching a lot of sport. And yes, we are happy, I would say. I don't know. Tell me how you feel. I'm not happy. I'm not happy because I'm remembering our predictions. But we'll get to that later. But I'm remembering our predictions of five <laughs> Okay, now we... We'll get to that. Let us continue with uh, cricket in South Africa for now. Okay, so you know the Proteas. The Proteas are like a child to me. No matter what they do, I always hope for the best and I always support them. I'm the number one fan of the Proteas. But I'm worried at the moment. You know, we've, we've lost five players. We played Pakistan in a one-day international and... Yes, it was a good cameo from uh, Malan and the new guy, Kyle. How do you say his name, Shane? Uh, Something like that. Okay, but the Proteas are totally the Proteas are totally below par and I'm worried for them. Uh, Captain Temba Wavuma is injured, so you'll be missing the T20 series. Aiden Markram, inconsistent as always. He only scored 18 runs. Pakistan won the series 2-1 with Fakar Zaman, the player of the series. No doubt about that. We need to seriously take a seat, go back to the drawing board and strategize what needs to be done at Cricket SA. I, I'm not sure what needs to be done. I mean, we were 140 for five at a stage. We can't chase down totals. Our bowling and betting departments suck at the moment. Our opener, the same Aiden Markram I was speaking about, he took two wickets for 48 runs. So at the moment, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Markram needs to decide if he wants to be bowling or betting. Shane, what's your thoughts? 
Uh, okay, on the Markram issue, the bowling side, it's actually a bonus. Uh, you can't blame him, he was just spelling in a gap. But with the state of cricket overall, I don't want to speak about the result because I expected it, you know. Uh, like you say, cricket is your baby. Then I must say you have two babies who always disappoint you because one is Bafana, the other is the pole player. So the state of cricket in South Africa is diabolic, to say the least. Too, too much politics, too much mafiaism, if it is a word, cronies running the game. Uh, whether, in, in fact, we, you and I, we, we always, we don't want to make this a political or religious show, we just want to make it sports. But when it comes to the pro players, uh, it does become political because the structure of uh, CSA cricket, South African cricket, is totally, totally diabolic, symbolic. Uh, the structure of the SA board, right? And then local cricket. You and I, you know, you, you myself, and, and Travis, we said we're going to follow uh, the MSL. Okay, unfortunately, COVID happened. But the action of the MSL, even without fans, like, the first season was was fire. Man. I mean, it, it was our our APL. But I mean, what happened to MSL? Coverage of it, the running of it, the the, the caliber of players playing in it. I mean, you and I we first saw Yanaman Milan in the MSL. Remember, and even David Milan. Yes. So I I think schooling. From school, the way the schools run or yes, run cricket. I mean, structure for me, totally the structure. And okay, I'm happy that former cricketers are now in charge in terms of M. Smith and then Mark Boucher. They in charge. I'm happy with that. But but we should know uh, as South Africans that uh, the final product is not only the coach and the president and the players it's actually schooling cricket uh, franchise cricket then only we get to the pro tiers so these other structures are, are very poor and lacking in quality and now it's starting to show by the pro tiers because we, the previous generation was a generational uh, 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 team it was it was the the, the the dream team like like England when they had Lampard, Skulls, that was it for the Proteas. It was individuals all born at the same time. Now the structure is showing that our structure is poor. Uh, yes, I don't have any any more words on South African cricket because it's heartbreaking. And the fact that, honestly speaking, we, we are not better in Bangladesh. We are not better in Sri Lanka. That is how bad we are. New Zealand, we used to dominate over the years. It's way better than us. Pakistan, we used to dominate. It's way better. Even the most inconsistent team in the world in West Indies, they will probably give us a run for our money in one day. Yes. So that's, I'm actually very safe in the state of our cricket. Yeah, no, Shane, you, uh, you said a mouthful and I, I, I'm with you on that one. It's really, it's sad. It's symbolic what's happening to our cricket. It's Oh, we are a shadow of ourselves when it comes to SN cricket. 
But like you're saying, like you mentioned, all of those structures, starting from school, coming up to international level, I, I, I don't know. I can't say anything about it. But, you know, those players who are performing there, I take my hat off for them, you know, in this whole state, they still give their ultimate best. They, they're trying to push the team. Graham Smith, Mark Boucher, they are there. So I'm happy for that. But let's uh, not not let's not dwell on cricket, the state in South Africa. Rather, let's move on to the IPL. It's a new yeah. season, new begin. Yeah, it's a new season, new beginning. My team Rajasthan Royals ended eight last, which is <laughs> last on the log. That is the previous season, but this time around, we all are back on zero points. And today we have Mumbai versus Royal Challengers Bangalore. So we'll see the likes of the Cock, Rohit Sharma, Trent Bolt, uh, Bolt, Bolt, however, Virat Kohli and A.B. De Villiers. So I think it will be a banger of a match because last season, the first match went into a super over between the two. A.B. De Villiers made 55 of 24 balls and eventually we come in play of the season sorry play of the match with rcb winning the super over and then the second match mumbai won by five wickets and eventually went on to win the tournament so shame yes as you know we started ipl fantasy league i have three players participating today one from rcb and two from mumbai indians how's it looking on your side uh, yes, now I'm happy. As you could hear, I'm, I'm much more excited than when I was speaking about that other team. Uh, it's a Friday, it's a lovely Friday, uh, IPL Friday. Uh, just to correct you, uh, Quentin de Kock is not playing today because he had to quarantine mandatory five days. So he's the replacement, Chris Lynn. In fact, the uh, Mumbai already, already better. The first innings was 159 for nine. The top scorer was the replacement to Quentin de Kock, Chris Lynn, and I think he's Australian. So, Ish, how do you drop someone who's your top scorer on 49? <laughs> Rohit <laughs> disappointed all of us in in, in the fantasy because I made him vice captain. Uh, in terms of the IPL, I'm very excited. I'm a Delhi Capital supporter. Uh, yes, we were first-time finalists last season. You know, we have KG, Andre Norkia. So we are representing South Africa. And we have a former uh, Rajasthan player in Steve Smith. So I'm happy with the prospects of, 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 of Delhi Capitals because we're very excited. Rizba Pant. We shook the cricketing world earlier this year by smashing Australia all over the place. So now I am excited uh, for my franchise, and I'm excited in terms of IPL overall because it is go it is in the World Cup year, T20 World Cup year. So you know people are playing to be called up to the national teams. Uh, yes, uh, my place that I have today was Rohit, my vice captain, and I have AB. Uh, who is my captain. So I have two players and I'm tomorrow I'm excited for Delhi Capitals. So yes, uh, overall I'm very, very much excited when it comes to IPL. And I expect it to be better than last season. And last season was the most historic, amazing. 
and you were speaking about super overs. Uh, yeah. There were super overs last season, including a double super over, if you can remember. I remember. Mumbai. Yes. Mumbai and Punjab. Punjab 11. That is uh, Tumelo's team. Uh, yes. On my side, I'm very excited about IPL. Even more excited about the, the fantasy because, you know, you and I, we think we, we know better than the other one when it comes to cricket. So, fantasy is yet to prove. Yeah, no, no, I, I get you on that one, Shane. But just tell me something quickly. Uh, Delhi Capitals, were they not taken charges? No, no, they were the Daily Daredevils. I used to be a charger support oh, the Deccan oh, Chargers. Daredevils. Just to repeat that again. The, De- the Daily Capitals are now, they used to be known as the Daily Daredevils, not the Deccan Chargers. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, uh, so, uh, yes, as we got that covered, the match is live now. It's the second innings now, and uh, we went. I, RCB went into bat now. So hopefully, Mr. De Villiers will make us proud as a nation. I mean, at the moment, he's the only person. He's not even part of the SA team, but we support that guy as if he's our <laughs> captain at the moment. That's how good it is. That's how. Uh, why we act it? I like predictions and stuff. IPL winner. Who do you reckon? Or the final? Just finalist. Uh, Rajasthan versus anybody else. I don't know. But it's Rajasthan wow. who's going to win it. You see, I finally did it, people. I got Mr. Neutral to show that he is not neutral. It's all I wanted <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a different sport. So, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been... You know, I used to play cricket at school. I always, my my role model used to be, I used to like Mark Boucher, but I always used to say I'm going to be like uh, Wayne Parnell because Parnell was 19 years old and he was playing for SA. And that was my goal once upon a time. But yeah, you know, as life happens, yeah, I am doing a podcast. Yeah, I'll leave the professionalism, professionalism to those who, are, who can do it. But yeah, okay, Shane, so... Uh, cricket is close to my heart. I need to support somebody there. Uh, let's move okay. on. What, what's that? No, I say I'm happy that you're not neutral in cricket, but I get you. Yeah, now let's talk for the cricket. Yeah, let's move on. You were saying? Yeah, let us move on to the UEFA Champions League. So, as you guys know, on Tuesday and Wednesday, we had some exciting games. We had uh, a batch of mixed results. And, okay, on this one, I decided to do a player focus on each of the four games. But, Shane, go ahead. Let us start off with Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Final score, Madrid 3, Liverpool 1. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in myself. How... Actually, I'm disappointed in Liverpool. Remember, I said they will dominate, they'll suffocate Real Madrid. They will win 3-1. Instead, they lost 3-1. Yes. I enjoyed the game in terms of the quality from Real Madrid. Uh, okay, you said you're going to focus on players. So, just for, for this game specifically, we're all going to speak about Tony Cruz. 
Although Vanisha scored two, it, it was the it was the German show. The German ran it like a general that he is. Disappointed in Liverpool in terms of the intensity it was lacking. Uh, I hear people say Klopp got it wrong by starting Naby uh, in front of Thiago. But even when Thiago came in first half, Liverpool was still bad. It's just second half after the team talked, they improved, but they were bad. Uh, in fact, overall, just disappointed by the intensity of Liverpool. Okay, so on my side, uh, so I, I, I don't mean you must also do a player focus. I'm just saying that this is what I decided to do. And the player I was focusing on was Vinicius for two reasons. So I've always been watching Vinicius since day one. And not because I liked him or he was a good player or whatever. He came to the team and he replaced the best Welshman ever in world football. <laughs> so it was a it was a huge upset for me. I couldn't understand why is this young kid coming in and taking Gareth Bale's place. But anyways, I was never a fan of the boy in the beginning, but throughout his performances, no, he, he has won me over really man. He's I like that he's young, he's 20 years old. He's playing for Real Madrid, you know? I I guess that is every supporter's dream club to go to. You know, it doesn't matter, even United fans. Even if you get a chance to play for United tomorrow, later in life, you will go to Madrid. Madrid is just that team. So yeah, the boy's 20 years old, he's been playing for Real Madrid. He's Brazilian, which means his family is probably not the best. you're not in the best circumstance, so they're happy for him. And the media likes to judge his style of play. But most importantly, this boy never gives up, actually. I think mm. Real Madrid was quite solid in the midfield. They were organized. And in contrast to Liverpool, you were saying that uh, people are saying Klopp got it wrong. I agree with them. Klopp's team selection was pathetic. And also, I feel that... <laughs> The duo of Mane and Salah is old news. I think Mane and Salah needs to be brought back to earth. And they need to be benched. They need to be replaced. The club needs to buy somebody. I don't know what it is, but Mane and Salah, uh, I I can't fathom what's happening anymore. For one whole season, you mean none of you does anything, yet both of you are definite starters. Yeah, so Klopp, I don't understand. But I think Liverpool will put up a good fight in the next leg, but I do not think that they will proceed. Madrid will still go through for me, but I think Liverpool will put up a good fight. Yeah, 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 you must have neutral. Yeah, the passion of how neutral you are, excuse me. Uh, (laughs) The only thing in Liverpool, you know, I hate to say this, but I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit. No, no one has replaced John in terms of captaincy at Chelsea. No one has replaced Roy Keane in terms of captaincy at United. No one has replaced Petro Vieira in terms of captaincy. But at Liverpool, it's very rare, very rare. Jordan Henderson is every part the leader, even Gerard was. He's a man. Other men want to play for Polo. Yeah, so I think 
It's not much nothing to love about to be honest. Uh, remember uh, uh, two seasons ago against Satu, you guys were totally losing it and then we we saw him shout for literally two minutes on the field and then you guys ended up winning it and went to the final. So I just think the leader is missing. Yeah, on to the next one. Okay, uh, moving on to City versus Dortmund. So this one was a good and unpredictable match for me. Yeah, so if I look back at our predictions last week, Shane, you said that City would beat Dortmund 5-0. No? Don't know where you're from, but okay. <laughs> I said the final score would be 2-2. And in this case, Man City just beat Dortmund 2-1 right at the end. So the next leg is crucial for both teams. I really want Pep Guardiola and Man City to win, but Dortmund did so well. And I also want them to win, so I can't decide between the two. My player focus in this game was Jude Bellingham. He's young and talented, that guy, and it's the first time I've actually watched him play. He, he was just doing the most. And there's no way in any universe that that disallowed goal of his was a foul. I mean, Edison clearly kicked him. He didn't kick Edison. I... VAR is failing us, referees are failing us. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how that goal didn't stand. But I say it again, Man City are not Champions League material. But they should hold, they should hold out Dortmund to qualify for the semis. I really believe that will happen, even though I, I can't choose between the two. On your side? Yeah, yeah, now I have to give you credit. You did call it, you did call it. And in fact, just to that goal that was disallowed, actually your score was correct. Well, that goal it is 2-2. Uh, <laughs> but in this instance, we can't blame VAR because the referee blew before he scored the goal. Had he scored the goal, VAR would have reviewed it and given it. That I'm 100% pro. VAR is used way better in Europe than it is in the EPL. So the ref, was too quick into blowing. It was actually the, the youngster, wow, what a performance. What a performance from him and what a, a bad performance from Emery Chen. Wow, the first goal he gave that he literally gave it to the ball. Yeah. But uh, it was a nice, in fact, you know what, City, City was outgunned. Let's be honest, I didn't expect it from Dortmund. Yes, I said five, no. I was made to pay dearly with humiliation and shame. <laughs> uh, Marco Royce and Alan, I don't know, they respected City too much. The youngsters, uh, Knopf and then and Jude, like you said, wow, what a performance from them. And also from the defense, Akanji, wow, the center back. Uh, in fact, Marco Royce, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to him. Honestly, uh, Dortmund deserved more than what they got, but they got the away goal. But I think 30, 30 for, for the final. Yes, 30 for the final. Chester? 
Uh, okay, so you are in the final already. I'm still at semis, but okay, yeah. Let us agree to disagree on the whole final part. Actually, now you continue with your final. I'm not so far into the future yet. Yeah, and then, okay, on Wednesday we had the clash of FC Porto versus Chelsea. On that one, uh, Shane, you said 1 1. I said 4 0. So I think I'm closer than you. I don't know. Anyway, the score was no. <laughs> the score was four to zero, Chelsea two, and then over here, guys, I want to speak about Caesar Aspilicueta, the captain of Chelsea. So Shane, I like what you said earlier about the captains that want replaced at, at different teams. So you know when it comes to Caesar Aspilicueta, aka Dave, I don't know if I like this guy or not. I don't know if he's going to be a Chelsea legend or not. I mean, his defending capabilities are there. But is he a star player? Is he that player that's up there? I don't know. This guy confuses me. This guy can miss 12 games. And then he's sitting on the bench. But he's the captain. But then you see him against FC Porto. You see he's defending and then it's like, wow. No, this guy, he can defend. But is he really captain material? I don't know. But anyway, I feel that Chelsea, Chelsea are the dark horse to win this competition. And I won't be surprised if they end up winning it. But Shane, because your heart is blue and blue is the color and football is the game, I just know where Chelsea <laughs> should win this competition. Guys, I promise you, we will yet for the rest of our days if Chelsea can win this. How do you feel? Let me get in there. You have been waiting to get in there. I'm also going to... Let, let me start on your points, because I have my own points. Let me start on your points. Uh, okay, now actually you are right. You are the closest because you said Chelsea win. But we know if you watch the game. Wow. Porto play. Porto play. And they made... Countless uh, I think close to 10. Yes. So... No, in fact, no. Porto deserve the draw. If not the win, no, not the win. They deserve the draw because both teams were open. But when it comes to Caesar, right? Let me tell you who Caesar is, Mr. Dave himself. He is a Chelsea legend, right? He is quality, though. Fabulous one-on-one -on -one defender. Okay, he's lost place, so now he cannot play out on the wing anymore. But Caesar Spilicueta is as professional as they come but it ends there like you say he's not a superstar <laughs> he is not he is not a sexy footballer let me put it that way he is those employees exactly he is those employees who are very good at the job but will never get promoted to manager or supervisor because no it doesn't suit them they just professional they do what they have to do and he is a legend you can pay him a manager salary but you don't promote him because he won't know how to to manage people he's one of those employees uh yes he is only captain because he's long serving <laughs> and i give good he's professional as they come okay let me move on to the rest of the game porto was all over chelsea all over Ooh, they opened chelsea up but fortunately for us Chelsea people, 
Alonso was not there. Tell you I was there to this. Very happy about that. And then, okay, when it comes to dark horses and stuff, actually, Chelsea Twitter is, is the most toxic Twitter ever. In 2012, when we won it, right, we beat a Portuguese team. Uh, here is the superstition. If you're superstitious, here's the superstitions. Uh, a manager, a young manager was fired, right? Superstition number one. Number two, <laughs> beat a Portuguese team in the quarterfinals. Number three, <laughs> yeah, I forget number three. Number three, we lost against West Brom. Number four, we are going to play a Spanish team in the semifinals. Yes, that is what happened in 2012. And so far, three of those superstitions have come to pass. Only the fourth one, if we play Real Madrid instead of Liverpool, in the semi-finals, but wait, I can't count out Porto. Porto played well, but Chelsea do have two away goals. But I, for one, as a football fan, I'm loving this Porto. They play with no fear. And, but yes, should Chelsea make it through and they play Real Madrid? Ah, and then I will start believing in superstitions again. Four out of four, that can be a, co a coincidence. Yeah, so I, I am also one of those guys. I don't believe in coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. It happens the way it should have happened. So even the, the goal that was disallowed of Jude Bellingham, it 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 was written like that, basically. It wasn't coincidence. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. That's just my belief. That's my belief. Don't fight me on it, please. Please don't fight me on it. I just want to I just want to come back to uh Espiliqueta so over the weekend you guys played West Brom who humiliated you and I was it was Thiago Silva was back actually so I thought Thiago Silva would be captain he wasn't so yeah you see when it comes to Spiliqueta I'm just not sure about this guy but I like him as a player he's a good defender but I totally agree with you He's that guy that is the most hardworking in the team, but he'll never be the manager or the supervisor. Moving along. Uh, the most entertaining game of the week. Bayern Munich versus PSG. So I couldn't pick I couldn't pick just one player in this game. But for me, I, the difference maker, Neymar Jr. You know what, guys? This guy, Thank you. this guy reminds me about Ronaldinho. I love this guy. I mean, you know, he has play, he has skill to his game, his assists. I I like both of them. Both of them are quality, but I like actually. Wait, let me the the second the second assist that he gave to Marquinhos. Let me give credit to Marquinhos for seeing that run, for seeing what's going on there. But the the first assist to Mbappe. Ah, uh, guys, were well, that fake, one fake shot, faint shot. However, but that pass to Mbappe, I think there were six guys around Neymar, and Neymar beat all of them, pretending to take a shot. All of them were out of the game, and Mbappe was there to finish. Yes, it wasn't easy for him, but you know, professionals they make it look easy. So I feel that this clash will go on. 
to be as amazing as the first leg and i think that psg will actually just pop bayern at the end of it all you know even like a 90th minute goal or winning on away goals but i think psg will just be bayern it won't be convincing shane what they you know i am surprised that you didn't mention your guy kailo navas <laughs> i'm surprised when i'm done speaking you can speak about him because you know what the score might have been 3-2 psg might have scored first neymar might have been magical could believe you me he was magical it was all neymar not mbappe it was all neymar the second one was a brilliant pass right but the first one is is what makes neymar different from every footballer besides hazard yeah and and mzaha ability to pick grown men as if it's street football if it's it's sight <laughs> sight it was six players <laughs> but let me get to kelo now bayern had 31 shots echo i'm not sure about the on target but before the goal they were already peppering now navas was already running for men of the match before the goal uh bayern what let them down it's 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 why i thought bayern uh psg could have beaten bayern in the final matches and the high line got the the lightning quick speed of neymar and mbappe and di maria and you play such a high line you're asking to be punished and they were punished uh neuer neuer was not neuer when he came to the first goal the stegen would be screaming would say ah i'm getting bench for this guy but anyway uh my prediction was bayern right and i still think bayern actually no i i i want psg to go through i want pochettino to to to, to do something so but let's give kellen navas credit and you know what Neymar was outstanding, but for Bayern, Joshua, Joshua, Kimmich. Wow, Thiago is not must. In fact, I've been saying it since last season. Thiago was never even dead for me when once they moved uh, Kimmich to his original position, midfield position, there was no one else but Kimmich and Goretzka for me. Uh, yes, Bayern did must. Lewandowski and he will miss the second leg as well. Although Chupamoteng scored, but defenders don't fear Chupamoteng. They fear Lewandowski and that is the that is the difference. Okay, yes, Shane, so I can concur with you that you have always said that Thiago, he had his best days at Bayern Munich and Joshua Kimmich needed to move back to midfield, as well as Goretzka. You always liked him from the beginning. So, yeah, I I also agree on the defender side. Defenders, really, just just you knowing you're playing against Lewandowski. Already, you are, you know, you, you're kind of nervous because I, I, I feel, I feel, and it's been for a long time, that he was always number one or number two in the world. And at the moment, Luis Suarez is not doing what Suarez always does. Yes, he is. He's providing and he's scoring. 
But Lewandowski, for now, is outright the best striker in the world. So, yes, I do agree with you. Chupa Moteng can play against uh, West Bromwich Albion. And Kyle Bartley will show him the way. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, uh, guys, as you know, we do FPL over here as well. And this is an FPL weekend. So, let me get into it. So, when it comes to FPL, I only have one point, one talking point for this week's FPL. And it's Jesse Lingard. You know, first of first of all, let me confess to a crime I've committed. Ever since Lingard, ever since Lingard <laughs> is signed for West Ham, I've never watched him. But I, I feel that I I am missing out on too much because week after week Lingard is making headlines. I mean, he's fighting for a place in the Euros even now. So I feel Lingard is the man. Uh, I think he's making a good case to be included in Southgate's squad for the Euros, but I won't be surprised not to see him in the team. Because, let's just remember, Lingard hasn't been playing for England for a long time, whereas the other guys has been playing together. I feel that Lingard's best chance to get in there is Jack Grealish being injured again. But as long as Grealish and Madison are fit, I don't feel Lingard is going to get into there. But uh, let's speak about FPL. So he's in the form of his life, guys. This guy is in the form of his life. He scored a whopping 68 points in his last nine appearances. Nine games, 68 points. So I calculated that, and on average, that is 7.5 points per game. I mean, Shane, if you had a player like that, 7.5 per game, that's what, if he's your captain, that's what, 14, 50, that's 15 points a game, it's not too bad, it's not too bad, <laughs> exactly, but uh, I feel that this week, he has captaincy potential, and I'm even tempted myself, I'm not saying I'm going to captain him, but I'm tempted. Actually, the deadline is about to close, or is passed, so I can't captain him anymore. I have my captain already. My captain for this week will be <laughs> Danny Ings. Yeah, I will go with Danny Ings this week. That is plagiarism. I feel like Shakespeare. Ah, it's plagiarism. <laughs> They're a good captaincy choice because it is my captain as well. Uh, just to elaborate on your uh, Jesse Lingard uh, uh, point, uh, Tumelo knows that I've loved the kid since Louis van Gaal days. I loved him. He was always my favorite United player. Uh, he's never received enough, for me, enough credit for the type of player he is. Jesse Lingard is not Messi, he's not Ronaldo. He's an old-school winger. He's not the winger who will score 20 goals. He's the winger who will come with his 10 goals a season, 10 assists a season. He'll track back when he needs to track back. He'll work hard for the team. Uh, our problem is we grew up now in the age of Messi and Ronaldo, uh, where we and now it's Mbappe, where we think wingers are supposed to be goal scoring machines. No, let's remember the days of Jermaine Pennant, of Joe Cole, 
where we slot the style across the ball. If they assist, they assist. If they score, they score. So that's feeling that for me. Uh, when it comes to FPL, actually, I would like to speak about the top teams, not players as per se, but their fixtures. Like because of the Champions League fixtures, I just think City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. They might, okay, they might get a West Brom or a Villa score again. You get what I mean, an upset. Charles is playing Crystal Palace, it's a London double. We know what happens in London doubles. Unexpected difference. City versus Leeds. Leeds are open. Leeds are a type of team on their day. They can score five first half. And City on their day can be the worst defensive team in the world. Let's just be honest. Dortmund didn't take advantage. Rafinha and Bamford can take advantage. And then when it comes to Liverpool, hey, 7-2, the ghost of 7-2 is still there. So, yes, they could be an upset, but uh, in terms of my differentials this week, Christian Pulisic has been in good form ever since he's come back from the national team. Uh, so, I bought him and I sold well, because Bale and Mourinho have beef. And then Jota. Jota is Jesse Lingard. Jota is Jesse Lingard. I, I know you know what I mean and I can't explain it. Maybe you can explain it for me. But Jota is Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Jesse Lingard is Jota. Yes, uh, and my kid. Benny Ings, I expect a brace or a trick or golden assist from him. He's playing West Brom. Not only is he playing West Brom, I made him captain uh, because he's playing Monday evening. And some saying, and in fact, you when you spoke about the, the, the Southampton, Southampton and mm. Burnley game, wow, Danny Ings, for me, yes, this is the only thing I wrote down this week in my diary. Danny Ings is as good as Harry Kane, and faster than Harry Kane. His only problem is his injury prone. And I know you've said it before, and I'm also giving you credit for that. You said it way, way before I even thought of it. Whilst you are still injured at Liverpool, he's as good as Harry Kane. And I see his left, right, header, one-on-one finishing already count the goal. It's just his injury prone. And he's motivated because he wants a contract at City or a top club. I read a, a guy on the FPL show say stay away from Danny Ings because Southampton are not playing for anything. I disagree. Danny Ings is playing for contract at Man City and also for a place in the Euros. Uh, you, you know, you know, it's it's yes, it's very rare. Actually, no, let me not lie. It's not very rare. I always, Shane always comes back and he always credits me on the stuff I say and he's never shy to say it. So yeah, the whole Danny Ings thing, guys, I feel that Danny Ings is one of the top strikers in England. Uh, Jamie Vardy, okay, he doesn't play international football, but Danny Ings is better than Vardy. He is second to Kane. Whether you come with your Tammy Abrams or whoever, there's nobody after Kane. And like Shane is saying, consistency, uh, injuries, if it wasn't for that. Danny Ings and Kane would have been fighting it out here to it. Okay, well, guys, thank you for tuning in. That's a wrap from us. Don't forget, 
You can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Facebook and Twitter. We go under the name Sportsmania because we can. Why? Because we can. Comment, like, dislike, it's all accepted. Catch you again next week. Same cast, different content. Content, say goodbye Shane.